0: Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. We cordially welcome you to the official LifeEternal.info podcast, all the way from the crossroads of America, the Hoosier State of Indiana, where we aim to bring you the latest prophetic news and health research with our overall mission is to connect you closer to God and his beloved son. This is Mike, the Bible worker, and I have the honor and privilege to be with you for today's broadcast. Like always, you can reach us via our website at lifeeternal.info, or you can email us at contact at lifeeternal.info. A very special welcome to you, my friends, and happy Thanksgiving. We are in Thanksgiving Week 2021. It's been nearly five months since we last recorded an episode. But friends, we are back for season number two, and we have much information to speak about i know we could speak about you know covid and the clot shots and and the mandates and what's going on in the military and what's going on in austria and australia and all these other countries but friends we're going to speak something that is very important something that i believe i've been convicted that we really need to speak about especially today which is well with that being said we're going to go with our verse of the day a verse today is found in the book of proverbs chapter 22 and verse 6 proverbs 22 verse 6 and it reads train up a child in the way he should go and when he is old he will not depart from it again train up a child in the way he should go and when he is old he will not depart from it Friends. King Solomon wrote these words telling us, as parents, if you're a parent, telling you, parent, train up a child in the way he should go. Don't depend on someone else to train your child. It is your responsibility. And this is what we're going to speak about. We're going to speak about training our children. And our topic for today is homeschooling. And before we go to our topic or to our interview just want to remind you, you could always contact us via our website, lifeeternal.info, or you could follow me personally on Telegram. My Telegram account is t.me forward slash mike the Bible worker. Once more, t.me forward slash mike the Bible worker. And friends, again, we have a very special guest. It's none other than my beautiful wife, Candice Michelle Alvarez all the way from oh, my own house. Welcome to the broadcast, to the podcast, sweetheart.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be with you today.
0: Well, you are on the official LifeEternal.info of podcast, and we are here in season two, and we're starting off with a very important topic. My love, we're going to speak about training up a child. We're going to speak about homeschooling. And I know... Um, Many people probably have questions and comments and things they've probably been thinking about, especially what's happening in public schools with the VAX mandates and the curriculum and so forth that's being taught. So, my love, let's start off with your background.
1: Okay, just a short introduction. I was born and raised in Cape Town, South Africa. I come from a very close-knit, supportive family family. Um, Both my parents were working parents, and so therefore it was expected of me to pursue a tertiary education, which I gladly did. I obtained a Bachelor of Science degree in Occupational Therapy. However, I've been working as an online ESL teacher for the past five years.
0: Okay, just want to get everyone up to speed. Um, We met in 2008. We met in a country of?
1: South Korea,
0: South Korea. We were uh, missionary um, teachers. We were teaching ESL English and religion. We got married in 2009. We were living in South Africa after we we finished with um, our teaching duties there. Then we came. Well, we came to my home country, United States. And this is the really literally the first time you came to America was in 2010. And tell us, How did you get them into homeschooling? Was it something that you, you thought about before we moved here or how did it all begin?
1: Well, I have to admit that I never imagined that I would ever be a homeschooling mom. Being raised in the 80s and 90s, homeschooling was almost taboo or even non-existent in the South African community that I grew up in. I had expected to go to school, graduate university, and then work in a field that I was passionate about. And in my case, that was occupational therapy. My kids would then either go to daycare or I would have my parents watch them as I pursued my dreams or my career. However, when I met you, I guess somehow my heart and my mind was open to the possibility of educating my own children. I think the conversation really only became serious when we were expecting our firstborn. But at that time or at that point in our lives, many different aspects came into play. For example... I was in a completely new country. Um, I didn't really have the support I desired with regards to child rearing. And I guess by support, I mean that my parents weren't around to help because they were back in South Africa. And then number three, the thought of my child being away from me for even just two hours, it really made me feel very uncomfortable. When I fell pregnant, one of the first books that I read was a book called Child Guidance. And the book beautifully illustrates the importance of home education, how our home should be the training grounds for spiritual, physical, and intellectual development of the ones that God entrusted us with. And it also talks about how we need to cooperate with God in the development of the characters and talents of our children. And this book was very pivotal in the way I viewed parenting, motherhood, and even education. And I believe that it was one of the main contributors to why I chose to homeschool our children.
0: Good, good, good. You know, actually, that is an excellent book. You brought up myself as well, growing up in the 80s in mid-city LA. I do not recall knowing any homeschool families. It wasn't until, you know... Around the time we met, I know my brother was homeschool- and his wife, they were homeschooling their children. So that's really the only people I knew that were homeschooling. But yes, I could understand. You, We went from South Africa to California, California to Louisiana. And I know it was probably, you know, maybe it, it allowed you to, to really think about what you're going to do with our children. But just tell us about your experience with homeschooling. You've been doing this now for 10 years. What is your experience?
1: This is kind of a strange question to me because homeschooling and parenting, in my opinion and in my experience, these two are essentially the same thing. Okay. And so if you ask a parent, tell me what is your experience with parenting? I think our answer would be the same. It's challenging. It's forever changing. There are so many things that has to be learned, so many things that we do learn But ultimately, it is an extremely rewarding experience. Um, This homeschooling, parenting journey has taught me so much about myself. And it has essentially kept me on my knees because I realized that I can't do this on my own strength. I'm too impatient, too weak, too stubborn to do it on my own. And so I need Christ to strengthen me daily. Somehow, homeschooling and parenting, it just keeps me in check. And it makes me realize that I need the power of Christ. But it's also great to see the spiritual and intellectual development in my children. And I know that I had a role to play in their progress as individuals. I literally get to see and be a part of everything they experience. I miss absolutely nothing. It's humbling, yet it's such a satisfying experience.
0: You know, you just spoke about some, everything sounded so positive, but... This is what I understand. Why is homeschooling frowned on?
1: I actually don't think it's frowned upon per se. I do, however, think that it is misunderstood or it's completely ignored. People who don't homeschool don't really give it much thought because they're too busy working and going with the proverbial flow, as they say. Homeschooling is certainly misunderstood and we live in a society where the public and the private schools are heavily pushed. Many people believe that only qualified teachers have the right to teach and therefore parents are not comfortable or confident in educating their own children. For example, when I try to encourage my friends to homeschool, I usually get the same responses, responses like I just can't do it, I don't have the patience, my kids would never listen to me, or I don't know how to teach. But what my friends don't realize is these reasons that they are making for not homeschooling, essentially they are just deceptions, deceptions from Satan himself. I firmly believe that God is able to equip us with everything we need if we just make a conscious decision to heed to our convictions of how we want to raise our children. And I use the word conviction because I realize that we are all in different situations and we all come from different family structures. So that is why the conviction to homeschool is important.
0: You know, actually, I was just thinking, you know what, in your previous um, point, you spoke about how, how homeschooling has drawn you closer to Christ and to your children. And then you mentioned right now how maybe parents are intimidated that they're not teachers. And I know the media has something to do with that attitude that we see in the world today, but can you at least help some parents now by sharing some keys of homeschooling? Because I guarantee you there's probably parents out there listening. They're on the fence. They want to do it, but they're afraid because society is frowning on homeschooling. But what are some keys that you could share with our audience, my love.
1: I think I should have just put out this disclaimer earlier, but I'll do it right now. I am not an expert, nor am I a professional. I am just an amateur mom trying to heed to a conviction to home educate. You're not an her amateur. Children. Well, yeah, according to you, but I—that's I, how I feel. I know, I'm but just, you're doing. You, you,
0: I know, but look, you—we have a ten-year-old boy, and we have a seven-year-old girl, and you've been you've been doing a really good job. Honestly, you've been, these, our children, not saying that they're, you know, they're Einstein's, but they have, they've learned a, and I believe what you've taught them in these 10, seven years with both of our children, it's, it's something more than I think they could get at any private school, any public school. So I thank you. I praise God that you have the willingness to do what you're doing. But continue on the keys.
1: Well, thank you for that encouragement and side note. I appreciate that.
0: <laughs> I love you.
1: <laughs> okay, so um, some keys that I feel are important. Like I mentioned earlier, number one, it's always going to be prayer. It's Number one is always prayer. It is so easy to get overwhelmed by this journey. And I can assure you that you are going to get overwhelmed. And the power... That you have within yourself is not going to be sufficient. Amen. You will be challenged spiritually, physically, and even intellectually. And therefore, you will require a divine wisdom on the daily. It's so easy for us to neglect prayer and devotion, but it is really the secret ingredient to successfully and holistically educating our children. There are so many curriculums and programs available, but don't be intimidated or allow it to overwhelm you. Draw your strength from the Father. Sometimes I need to remind myself of that Bible verse that says, be still and know that I am God. Because my mind is constantly all over the place, thinking about schooling, laundry, ministry, meal prep, and There are so many other things that demand my attention and sometimes, you know, these lists of responsibilities overwhelm me. But in that moment, what I really need is just to be still and to sit at the feet of Jesus. So really don't neglect your time for prayer and devotion. And then another key that I think is very important is you should be adaptable. You need to be able to adapt to the needs of your children since they probably won't have the same learning style. Now we have two children and they are like night and day. Our 7-year-old first grader she does really well with a traditional approach. So I could just use paper and pencil with her and she will be able to grasp concepts relatively easy. However, our 10 year old fifth grader, he is more of a visual learner. So he needs to be visually and tactically stimulated before he will be able to grasp a concept. However, since you know, or I believe as a parent, you should know your child better than anyone else, Mm -hmm. this process of adapting should come naturally. I firmly believe that God has entrusted parents with unique abilities to reach the heart and the minds of our children. He has given us the minds as parents to know exactly what our children need and how to help them achieve their maximum potential. And I think that that is just amazing. All we need to do is to tap into that power through Christ. Amen. Another very important piece of advice that I'd like to share with you is to check your state's homeschool requirements. Understand them, review them yearly. I know that different states have different requirements. We are blessed to live in the state of Indiana where we are relatively free to educate our children. However, there are some states that require you to file and intend to homeschool. Some states require you to submit grades every year. Each state is different. So I would encourage you to make sure that you review your state's homeschool requirements.
0: You know what? You are speaking like a seasoned vet, my love. Really good key points. I hope everyone wrote them down. If not, you could just rewind and listen to what she just mentioned here. But yes, you're right. People should look at their state's um homeschooling requirements here at the crossroads of America. Very beautiful. I can't believe I love being a Midwestern. Being from California, I'm saying I love being a Midwestern. Okay. Now let's go here with our next question. It is: if you can redo. Your homeschooling experience, what would you do differently? All right, now you have 10 plus years of experience. What would you redo or do over?
1: I think that in the beginning of our homeschool journey, I made a whole ton of valuable mistakes. And I say that these mistakes are valuable because they taught me a lot of valuable lessons that I am so grateful for at this moment in time. Um, In the beginning, when I started, kindergarten with our now 10-year-old, I envisioned that our homeschool would look like a traditional school. I purchased a public school curriculum. I thought that I would teach him, you know, like any other school would teach. But knowing my son and knowing how he learns, he's a visual tactile learner, I still don't understand why I made the choice to choose that curriculum because I think I knew it wasn't going to work, but I was really optimistic that it would work. And obviously, it didn't work.
0: Okay. Okay. So basically, your past experience influenced what you did with with Joash. Well,
1: well, yes, definitely, because I only have experience in private schools. I didn't homeschool before. I didn't know how... How it looked. I was, I guess, very ignorant into what my expectations were. And I guess that first year it was really frustrating. I put a lot of pressure on myself. I put a lot of pressure on my son. Um, I guess we were both just really frustrated. And I just, we just had to stop. We had to, you know, take a couple of steps back, take a break from homeschooling as a whole and just. I guess try to nurture our relationship before we started back up because mm. we were mm-hmm. both really at a point where I guess we were just frustrated.
0: I understand, but at least you didn't give up, you know, no. you didn't give up. You actually just went back to the drawing board and then you went actually to you went to tap into our child's potential. So you said to yourself, you know what? I'm not going to worry about past experiences. I'm not going to worry about even homeschooling pressures. I'm going to do what's best for our, our, our son, Joash, basically.
1: That's correct.
0: Okay, good, good, good. All right, next question. What do you love best about homeschooling? You know, I could probably answer this question. To me, as as the father of our children, as your husband, I would say what I love best about you homeschooling is that you get to spend time with our children. You get to to raise them in the ways of the Lord. Like our Bible verse, you're training our son and our daughter, up in the ways of God, and I love that. That's what I love, you know. And not only that, you 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 know, you're very flexible too. So you, I'll allow you answer this question. <laughs>
1: well, I guess you basically answered it for me. Really? I really, well, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I really love the fact that I'm present. I'm I'm always present. I spend time with them. We learn together. I love the flexibility that homeschooling offers. We are able to pack up and travel anywhere we want to go anytime we want to go and we'll just take our homeschool book with us and we've been doing a lot of that recently since um, Michael your job um, your nine-to-five requires you to do some traveling and so we've been traveling a lot with you taking um, our homeschool book and I guess just finding local libraries in whatever city or town we find ourselves in and homeschool on the go. Um, I love the influence that I have on the children and Mm -hmm. I love the fact that I know that the influence I have on them is much greater than the influence that the world has on them and I have a say what they get exposed to I have a say what they watch I have a say on what they learn their learning is not dictated to me by a school teacher or a school district or a school system I have the freedom to teach them the love of God the dangers of sin and especially the current state of this world
0: no, that's really good. I mean, it, it's it's a good transition because our next question is: Do you believe homeschooling is important today? Let's think about everything. Think about what's happening now in schools. You got the the vax mandates. You got the LGBT agenda that's being taught in, You know, as to little kids as 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 young as like literally four years old, they're being taught that they could be any gender. So, do you believe homeschooling? is important today 2021 November Thanksgiving week.
1: Well, it definitely is and I'm sure that anyone who listens to your podcast they would agree um because yeah, have you seen the state of state of our world? Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's horrific and it's terrifying and frightening on how the direction that the world is going into. And I think that homeschooling is an amazing tool to protect the hearts and minds of our children and to help them maintain their innocence.
0: You know what? That's really good. It's basically, it's living up to that verse that we had today, my love, is train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Yes, really good point. Couldn't say it better than how you said it. Let's go here. Two more questions, okay? Can you handle two more questions? Sure. Okay, two more questions. Next question. If one has any questions, can they reach out to you personally?
1: Yeah, of course, of course. Um, well, you could reach out to me via... How, how, how Well, can via they... Mike, the Bible worker. You could just shoot him an email or a telegram message okay. and um, he'll be able to... You know, give me the message, convey the message to me. But I'm more than willing to help whoever's wanting to homeschool. Or think about homeschooling. I'm more than able to help and encourage and share some resources. Again, I'm not a veteran. I'm not an expert. I'm not a professional. But I'm just willing to, to be of assistance
0: to good, anyone good. that needs. That's really good. Again, and if you have questions, if you want to reach my, my lovely wife, Candice, you could always contact us via our website. LifeEternal.info. And last question, you ready?
1: Sure.
0: Last question is What are your final thoughts or final message to a mother out there, a father, a grandmother, grandfather, aunt, uncle, someone that's listening? That, that is needing some encouragement. What are your final thoughts?
1: Yeah, I guess my final words would definitely be words of encouragement. And I guess I want you to know that you can do it. If God is convicting you to home educate your child or your children, he will make sure that he grants you with the abilities and the talents to successfully do so. Like the saying goes, if he brings you to it, he will bring you through it. So don't doubt that. Don't doubt his power and don't doubt your ability to train your children according to the ways of the Bible.
0: Amen. And thank you. We, you know what, friends, let's thank our special guest, my one and only wife, Candice Michelle Alvarez. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you for joining us. And again, friends, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or just need help, need prayer, contact us via our website, LifeEternal.info. We have an email address there for you to contact us. Bye. We have a a phone number there. We have a PO box. Any way you want to reach us, we are here for you. And again, thank you so much for joining us here for these past 20 minutes. Speaking about homeschooling, it was a blessing for us to share our experience or actually more like my wife's experience as a homeschool mom. And again, you know what? Don't get discouraged. Yes, we live in a culture that, that emphasizes, you know, education, public education, or private education. We live in a culture where two incomes are needed. And, and friends, believe me, my wife and I, we struggled at the beginning. There was one point when I was working two jobs, you know, just to, you know, just to have my wife stay at home. But you know what? We didn't give up. God bless us with, you know, with a good job. And, you know, now my wife has the privilege. She could stay home and take care of the children and train them up in the way they should go. So friends, take care. God bless. And we talk to you very soon. Brothers and sisters, as we go our separate ways, we at lifeeternal.info would like to thank you for your time and support. We pray that the grace of God, our Father, and His Son, Jesus Christ, fill your hearts and minds with all love, truth, and joy. May Christ our Lord richly bless you mightily and may he use you in his father's vineyard. Stand strong, stay faithful and may the love of freedom continually dwell in your hearts. Amen and maranatha.